1: Welcome to Lyme Talk Radio with Dr. Pat Basilli. Epic healing for an epic life. This inspiring show highlights leading-edge solutions, groundbreaking research, headline topics, and tools for holistic healing and wellness. This hit show is dedicated to raising awareness, promoting advocacy and prevention, and supporting initiatives for optimal health. Dr. Pat is passionate and focused on life-saving results reaching far beyond Lyme disease, providing a forum for powerful stories, heart-opening experiences, and hope-activated solutions. Dr. Pat will shine a light on the many shades of Lyme disease fueled by a body-mind-spirit remedy. Now here's your host, Dr. Pat.
2: Hey everybody, welcome welcome to Lyme Talk Radio. And you know, shine the light. I mean, I'm telling you, today fasten your seatbelts for today's show. You know, forget about shining a light. We're just going to, you know, like bust out of this because my friend and colleagues with an S are joining us here today, kicking it off with Colette Marie Stephan and Will Hatch will be joining us. Today we're talking about dis ease. What's bugging you? Yeah, and that's because when we talk about Lyme disease, we like talked about ticks. But you know, what if the tick were a tick of a different nature? What if the tick were something that's going on inside of you as well? Today, we're going to be talking about what we can do about being overwhelmed by the symptoms of Lyme disease. Because let me tell you something, there are symptoms of Lyme disease. There are more than I can imagine even telling you about. And in the world, when we think about what this is doing and and happening to people right now. We are looking for relief. Today, you're going to hear about what Colette and Will have put together. A relief of a kind that is taking the world by storm. What if we can energetically heal? What about the energetic level that invades our consciousness when you have a disease like Lyme disease. You've heard the stories. You know what people have gone through. You've heard the discussions. You have felt the sense of hopelessness around this. You've seen and heard people get caught up in the political dogma of what to do or not to do with this disease. Now today, you're going to hear about relief. For those of you that may not know who uh, Colette is, I'm going to tell you that Beyond knowing her from The Truth is Funny and her fabulous show, what I want to say to all of you about it is that she has said yes to looking at the world and helping all of us understand how we can get relief beyond relief. She's globally known for the work that she does, whether it's Energetic Upgrade Whether it's a fabulous book that has pretty much everything in it you need to know, the truth is funny, or whether you're now looking at these fabulous energy-correcting cards and paintings, this is what they do, energy-correcting tales from the vector. But I'm going to tell you, you're going to hear more about this. Today's show is about what Colette has discovered in the world of healing that could help all of you out there that have been suffering with Lyme disease. Collette, it's great to have you here. Welcome to the show.
3: Well, thank you, Pat, for such a warm and wonderful welcome. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this show because I've been looking into this whole Lyme disease thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I I want to point out right away for everybody that neither Will nor myself are doctors.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: Um, Having said that, in many ways, it allows me to kind of just feel for weaknesses. Mm-hmm. But um, what I wanted to explain is that when people have um, a debilitating disease, I think of it more as a dis-ease in, yes. in, in the body and the mind and the soul and the spirit. And so um, many, many times when people have a physical issue they're looking for a physical answer as to why they have that physical issue. And the problem with that is that, you know, most physical issues, and I'm talking like probably 99% of them are Mm -hmm. not physical at root cause. So as an energetic practitioner and, you know, from my training and and all the work I've been doing, um, I want to ask first and foremost, you know, energetically, I can get in touch with, um, you know, different individuals um and be very specific in asking them specific questions but on a general level um that's more the the angle that will and i have gone at it um Mm -hmm. from is that um on a on a on a general level there's many many reasons why people would attract a particular situation that would create um, a disease or discomfort in the body, pain, whatever, or, you know, con- different conditions that happen to people, quite often when they um, have something present itself, uh, it's not what they really think it is. Yeah. And uh, there's so many underlying triggers that would cause someone to um, get to the, the events leading to the disease, their, their individual as a person's fingerprints. And that's why some procedures or treatments and medications work for some people and not for others. And, and at the same time, the commonalities that can be shifted on a general level are, um, can have huge, huge results. And so that's kind of what I'm focusing on in this show. And, you know, the, the thing that I wanted to explain is that if you think of us as, um, as a, like a a binary computer basically Uh, then we can go from our our binary computer is you just have two choices and in this case the choice is are you in alignment or are you out of alignment your body and your your thoughts etc and so we can test that energetically we can learn how to feel for that and we could do that very quickly by going to our midline you know our core energy our spine and we can feel on, on that central nervous system, we can, you know, we can feel when our energy drops and when it um, is strong. And so, what happens as, as I was working through, as I'm reading about, okay, <laughs> here we've got this Lyme <laughs> disease. And I yep. mean, this is like so complicated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you start looking into it, you know, it's so complicated. And it's no wonder. That people are so overwhelmed by it. There's so many um, factors that come in. Um, having said that, on, that's what we wanted to call Will in on the second half, and we wanted to kind of split the show in half and do physical and non physical. Um, so, because generally, when you test energetically, why, you know, what is the leading weakness here for this person, um, or for, let's just say, people that have. Um, come into the resonation of this of this disease of this particular Mm -hmm. one Um, that we want to just follow the weaknesses around that and the weaknesses do not come up physical first and foremost the weaknesses are coming up like okay whenever something happens with someone because when you think about this um, your meeting with a tick is actually like an accidental meeting wouldn't you say
2: yeah, I would say. I mean, I I got to tell you, I don't. I never went out looking for him. I don't think anybody does. But you're absolutely right. I mean, it's, it seems like that. It seems like that. Yes,
3: it does seem like that. And but when you just said that, I just picked up a weakness on two levels there. And um, I'm, so I'm just. This is not a judgment. Anything I'm saying, I'm just explaining um, how the energy is coming up for me. And the first thing that comes up is that you don't really go looking for it, not on a conscious level. But um, we have many under, um, you know, triggers that can trigger um, memories, residuals of memories, um, remnants. Um, there's like it can create hesitations in people's lives because it brings up spiritual experiences of having to leave others behind and of uh, being left behind. And it's actually coming up uh, a karmic space of rejection, okay? So for a lot of people, the fear of being rejected or the fear of rejecting others, okay? Leaving others behind is coming up weak also. And so also on another energetic level, when you said you don't really go looking for it, a lot of people now, because they are so aware of Lyme disease, are out there. in Instead of like enjoying their day when they're out in nature, they are looking for these ticks. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because oh, they're yeah. scared now, right? And yeah, as soon as you're yeah. afraid of something, as soon as you have a fear that you're going to attract something you don't want to attract, guess what you tend to attract?
2: Oh, no kidding, right? I mean, we know this story. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's really funny we're talking about this because it really is and has been in the Lyme community, at least where uh, where I live, in the Pacific Northwest here, having, uh, having Bastyr University a stone's throw away from me natural medicine, having some of the most incredible people here that look at things other than, you know, the traditional ways to approach it. But what you're talking about is kind of fascinating, Colette, because, you know, it it took a, a segment of the Dr. Oz show for him to say something like energy is the final frontier or something like that, energy medicine. But this is something you've been doing for decades. And now we're starting to see, aren't we, that when the pill's not working, the IV's not working, all of the other combinations of things are not working, what if it wasn't that? We're now starting to ask the question. Does it, you know, have you found that the people that are willing to explore this and take this journey uh, are they at a point of desperation before they say, wait a minute, there might be something else?
3: Yes, I think that <laughs> I speak about this quite often. Mm-hmm. Is that the universe likes to give us like that little gentle nudge, you know, a little uh, whisper in our ear. And mm-hmm. we don't listen to that sometimes. And then, you know... The, the next thing is we might get, you know, like a little slap, and then we don't listen to that, and then we get the frying pan treatment, I call it. And if that <laughs> doesn't work, you know, there's always the two-by-four.
1: <laughs>
3: in our society, it is not acceptable to not work. You would be considered very lazy to not work um, if you are, um, you know, like uh, just for no reason. But to get really sick, that's an acceptable reason. And I'm not saying that the people that are... Um, Getting sick are, are, please don't misunderstand me here, that they're going out of their way to get out of work. No, not on a conscious level. But I've I've, I've met many people who have had a disability and their fear is that um, their disability payments or that will be taken away and they won't be able to survive. Because mm-hmm. what if it comes back? What if the symptoms come back? All of these things. So yeah. many, many times. Well, I,
2: I have blown. to tell you, we don't have to worry about in the Lyme community because, first of all, people that have chronic Lyme don't get it covered by insurance, can't claim disability. So the good news, I think, would be, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That yeah, could be good
3: are. news if you want to look at it from that point.
2: I, I mean, I, 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 you know, it's good news from what you're talking about because we can get, we can get locked in. To the fear of losing that, which we think is greater than healing. Right. But it's- we're talking about healing today, right? And that's yeah. really kind of how to get underneath it. Let's take a short break. and we come back, more with Colette Marie, Stefan, more with Lime Talk Radio Show. This is what I love. Lime Dis-Ease. What's bugging you? Yep. <laughs> uh, everybody out there, we got lots more to come. Will's going to be joining us later on in the show. you got comments or questions, one 800 930 2819. We'll be right back.
0: Are you feeling stagnant or blocked in your love life, career, health, or finances? Experiencing difficulty focusing or setting and achieving goals? Tune in to Spiritual Diagnostics Radio with psychic visionary healers Carol Dorian and Suzanne Evans. Discover the cause and effect of unwanted patterns in life. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit SpiritualD.com. Francine Vale is a being of light. She believes that all people of planet Earth are as well. As co-host of the Angel Healer Radio Show... Francine teaches you heart-centered ways to manifest healing on your own behalf and how to integrate love more fully into your daily life. Connect with your angels as you find your life flowing with ease and harmony. Walk the path of light with Francine and Dr. Pat Basilli every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease.
2: Welcome to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show, and I am so thrilled that we've created this venue for all of you out there.
0: Dr. Pat Basili will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day.
2: What we have heard is that you want to ensure for us that we keep positive, holistic, uplifting, transformative talk radio on the air. We're excited to bring you the contemporary conversations about Lyme disease. We promise not to let the light fade on Lyme. So fasten your seat belts. We've got lots more to share with you in the weeks to come.
0: Tune into Lyme Talk Radio with Dr. Pat and help keep our mission strong on transformationtalkradio.com.
3: talk radio.
2: Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the Dr. Pat show. This is talk radio to thrive by. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our real house to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat show as a co-host or sponsor, Send us an email to inspire at com. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm so thrilled to have Colette join me here today. Colette Marie Stephan, if you want to find out more about her and her fabulous show, uh, you can go to thetruthisfunny dot com. Uh, you know, for a minute, can we can you please stop for a minute and just let people know about the book and how they can get a copy of the book as well, Clet?
3: Sure, absolutely. Uh, the truth is funny. Shift happens. Stuff you wish your mom had known to tell you. <laughs> it's a it's a book I. Um, I I really actually was working on for about a decade um, doing protocols (laughs) and traveling around the world looking for answers. And I'm kind of crazy that way. (laughs) Um, I'll, I'll, you know, I've gone all the way to Peru and done ceremonies there (laughs) looking for, you know, these answers. And uh, the book basically is everything I know about um, shifting energy up to, um, you know, two years ago when I, or a year ago when I finished writing it. And I really wanted to um, write a book that would actually shift energy as people mm-hmm. read it, and this is exciting because people are now getting in touch with me and telling me that just reading the book, um, that they they can feel the energy starting to shift for themselves, and and that was my intention. It sounds a little bit like um, maybe uh, uh, over the edge, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
3: um, I, I, you know, people, are, I'm starting to get this feedback. So that book is available at Amazon. That's great. Uh, com,
2: it's a great Lulu, book.
3: Dot, and Amazon yeah. and Lulu. And then you can also get a signed copy with an intent. Uh, if you go to my site, which is the truth is
2: I love it today. You know, I want to thank you for joining me here today because this is one of these topics that we, we don't talk about that often, but many of the folks that uh, you'll come across uh, in this arena will say to you that they had to peel back the layers and I know we've talked a little bit, you know, about the areas of weakness, how it affects our, our health and so forth and so on, uh, and what we do attract and what we don't attract. But, you know, in the world we live in, there are so many different aspects of this, especially with this idea that this is a complicated, uh, complicated if you approach it from conventional medicine's point of view, it's complicated, But energy and energy medicine and healing, it's different. What would you say the difference is and what did you discover about parasites, especially the fact that they come in many shapes and forms and sometimes are two-legged?
3: (laughs) yeah that's what I um, it's kind of funny as I said I've traveled the globe and and Will did travel to Peru with me and we were in ceremony and um, in the middle of this ceremony he just wrote down that parasites are for lonely people who want more friends. Wow, yeah. (laughs) And he shared that with us, you know, when the ceremony was over. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, it brought me back to this memory of how uh, years ago, I took a, years and years, probably 15 years Mm -hmm. ago, I took a course on animal communication. And one of the major things that I learned in this animal communication course was that, you know, if you ever watch your cat, your cat will lay on computers, uh, on negative spaces. Um, my cat, Pearl, she'll go and lay on people and touch them <laughs> in exactly the spot where their energy needs to be cleared. And a, a cat's purr has a very high resonation, just as a, a dog's t- uh, tail wagging does. Insects mm-hmm. are more like cats than dogs. Dogs will pick up our stuff because they're loyal. <laughs> and so... <laughs> You, um, ticks love dogs, right? Yeah,
2: and, they do. Uh,
3: yeah, and uh, the other thing is, is uh, but cats, they're more selective, and they only work on people when they want to, from my experience. <laughs> and, uh, they, but they have a tendency to lay on places that are negative. Insects are, are like cats in that way. And, um, this woman said at this uh, communication seminar that uh, insects bite people where they need energy cleared where there's Mm -hmm. kind of like a a hole or um, an unclean spot in the energy field. And that's what they are attracted to, these negative energy grids. So if you look at parasites from the perspective that they could, you know, from the shamanic um, point of view, ticks are, when they come into your life, a sign that perhaps, just perhaps, you have um, some parasitic people that are sucking the living life out of you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. um,
3: And so on an emotional, a psychological, on a mental level, if you go back and you take a look, and I always ask people to do this when I work with them in private sessions, if they've been in an accident or they've had some illness come upon them, um, you know, do you remember what was going on in your life when you first started experiencing the symptoms? Or in this case, um, do you remember what was going on in your life when you attracted on some level this parasite into your life? (laughs) And, um, you know, quite often it'll come up if I ask people who have Lyme disease, it'll come up that, yes, they um, actually um, had some parasitic um, things happening in their finances and their relationships with other people, with, you know, with their family, friends, whatever. And when they and they'll be like shocked, they're like, I never thought of it from that perspective that um, the parasite came after. The energy that attracted it, rather than this parasite, just all of a sudden appeared out of nowhere in your life. Um, you know, if you recognize that we tend to attract on some level, um, the the our reality. Yeah. You know, then you and you say, "Oh, okay," and you go back to when you you know when, where did this tick bite you?
2: Yeah, exactly. And
3: when yeah. did it do it, and yeah. was it at a certain time of year? Because when I was looking up some of this, a lot of what happens with me is when I investigate these things from a scientific medical standpoint, I'm testing energetically, and all these weaknesses start pour Like, the, the underlying energetic weaknesses just kind of pour into my uh, higher self network.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's
3: kind of like a download of information. And I got that, you know, basically, people who um, attract a parasite into their life, actually are looking on some level for they have other parasitic people in their life or they have concerns about being parasitic themselves, you know, things like that. And so we can go in and clear those things. And that can bring a huge amount of relief right there because then it's not like, why did this happen to me? But, oh, I get it.
2: Right. Um, What a relief that is, though. I mean, you know, let's talk about this for a minute, if we could. What an enormous relief because... If you are, if you are in the Lyme community, many of you are, and you understand that you have been to doctor, you have been to nurses, you have been to practitioners, very few have talked with you about what is going on in your life. And what I mean by that, uh, Colette, and this is important to, to say, part of what happens is the lack of recognition that anything is happening. Do you know what I mean? So really You're not going to find somebody to say, wait a minute, let's talk about maybe the people in your life that are sucking the life out of you. There That's you not go. a conversation <laughs> we can have. And, uh, but this the, is, yeah, right? Yeah, you're doing this. Yeah, will
3: tell you this, that, you mm-hmm. know, the tick, when the tick comes into your life, mm-hmm. it's there to show you that perhaps you maybe are expecting too much Of yourself, and maybe you are Mm -hmm. the one who is sucking the life out of yourself with unnecessary Mm -hmm. worry, unnecessary deadlines, unnecessary um, stress. Mm. And then, on a, uh, uh, you know, or perhaps you have people that are doing that to you, and maybe you want to take a look at that before you become very ill. The Mm. other thing I really wanted to touch on before we went to break that's coming up as another major, major for people with Lyme disease is this sadness, this grief at not being diagnosed. And uh, people going to the doctor and being told, as you said, that, you know, you, you know, a lot of times this is in your head. This is very similar to fibromyalgia Mm -hmm. and it's similar to Parkinson's, the symptoms. There's a lot of diseases this MS and uh, a lot of this, people are told, oh, this is just in your head. And um, on some level, what's funny is a lot of it is um, energetically coming up on a mental level, but not because the person is crazy, but because there's an energetic weakness there. That's all. And so yeah. we want to be able to track those and, you know, let those go. And so sometimes when people have a diagnosis, the prognosis can be like, in you know, if it's cancer or something like that, and it's serious disease. Mm-hmm. The very seriousness of that diagnosis precludes a person from having an easy outcome to get over it. <laughs> so um, this lack of diagnosis that's bothering all the people out there, let's just let it go and, uh, and uh, um, recognize that that is now allowing us to look for um, easy, easy solutions to this problem.
2: You know, I have to tell you that what you're touching upon has been one of the most uh, difficult parts of uh, of suffering from Lyme disease. And, and I don't know if we can say enough about this. I know we're going to talk about it more when we come back from break. But going from doctor to doctor, person to person, as a matter of fact, You know, you can be in relationship, Colette, with someone and it's a loving relationship and all of a sudden you're not well. Now you have this thing that nobody wants to name because most people with Lyme are not being diagnosed, even today with all the tests. The tests don't do it. Now you've been walking around for years. Some people even longer, Colette, right? Can you imagine Mm -hmm. walking around for years and you're not feeling well and everybody around you is telling you, my gosh, Really, you're really not sick. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You don't look. Uh, you look well. Uh, but wait. But maybe it's in your head. Maybe it's mm-hmm. in your head. That's gonna. We're gonna talk about that when we come back, everybody. <laughs> what Perfect. if it's not in your head? Okay, stay tuned. We'll be right All back. Right. <laughs>
0: Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease.
2: Welcome to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat Basili, the host of the Dr. Pat Show, and I am so thrilled that we've created this venue for all of you out there. Dr. Pat
0: Basili will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day.
2: What we have heard is that you want to ensure for us that we keep positive, holistic, uplifting, transformative talk radio on the air. We're excited to bring you the contemporary conversations about Lyme disease. We promise not to let the light fade on Lyme. So fasten your seatbelts. We've got lots more to share with you in the weeks to come. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio with
0: Dr. Pat and help keep our mission strong on TransformationTalkRadio.com
1: brand consultant and coach, Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you are a
2: person with a dream and unsure where to start, or a CEO of a successful company wondering, what's next? Jen Morgan and the Rad Method empowers you to play to your strengths and focus your competitive edge so you can show up in the world as your most powerful brand. Go to JenMorgan.com or call 206-972-5366. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Great to have all of you tuning us in and turning us on online talk radio. For those of you that think, well, wait a minute, I recognize that voice or those voices. Yes, I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of Dr. Pat Show. You know how to find me there. But I also have, I know you know the laugh of Colette, Marie, (laughs) Stephan. The truth is funny. Uh, And, yeah, we are having a conversation that is so important in the community uh, when you're looking at Lyme disease. Today, now, uh, we're also being joined by Will Hatch to talk about, you know, this second part of this. You know, what is it about us that is so vulnerable to the idea of, Listening to conversation after conversation, not really getting anyone to really say, yeah, maybe there is something going on with you, even if it is emotional, even if there is something that is so deeply embedded you know, in who we are. Colette, I think you talked about him earlier. We were talking about, well, maybe you feel abandoned. Well, sure, if your mom committed suicide when you were six, maybe there could be something going on there. Will, welcome to the show. Great to have you both here. Thank
3: you,
4: Pat.
3: Yeah, and so I I just wanted to comment here that the reason, you know, as I said, Will and I, neither one of us are doctors. He's an electrical engineer by training. But uh, I asked him... He, and Will tell the story about the how you know we ended up doing the <laughs> talking okay, so about Lyme disease.
4: <laughs> first off, why I'm here talking about energy work? Like I, I ask all the questions and I like to think about things. And at some point, I asked enough questions that I didn't know if I was real. And then I said, okay, you know, maybe I don't know anything, and I'll start to open my mind to what else might be out there. And it wasn't very long after that I met Collette. Mm. But just a few weeks ago. I was digging in protein synthesis and how is it that we can read the DNA and what is the machine and, and how is it actually being done?
1: Mm.
4: And I was geeking out on this. And then next thing I knew, <laughs> geeking out. I got into <laughs> Lyme because I remembered yeah. Pat does this Lyme show. And <laughs> Lyme is a really tricky thing. And I started looking into how the Lyme guys work. And wow, they are <laughs> really good at what they do.
3: <laughs> See, this is the this is the funny part is because Will's perspective is that of a programmer, <laughs> right. um, you know, of of a computer, and I had asked him, you know, I said, I'm finding the leading weaknesses here and i just wanted to talk about the first one i got and then i just want to let him go and talk about the rest of it because he really has a beautiful way of explaining it but the the um, for anybody who's an energetic practitioner that understands how to track these things if you're working with this um what what i i realized is on a physical level what the pro, what the issue is is that there's um basically nine different diseases that are um, associated with this one disease and these are all interacting with each other and this disease presents itself as bacterial viral uh, parasitic and fungal and or and so um what i did first and foremost is ask of these four things bacterial viral parasitic or fungal which one of these is this particular person Weakest in, and um, going on a more general level, what is an underlying weakness for Lyme disease would be the parasitic angle because of the emotions, etc., that are involved in that, and you know some of the societal things and the prognosis, diagnosis, um, the and all of those things, and then it goes to so you can ask like um, energetically. Uh, what is the next weakness and I'm getting bacterial mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. would be um, and when I looked it up the um, the uh, bor- boreal uh, yeah. virus yeah right? yeah for, um, yeah oh bacteria. yeah bacteria
4: yeah and then
3: the um, the babiosis and then yeah. also the uh, it was the areolicosis and yeah. so when I was when I was looking those three bacteria up then I can test which one of these is bothering this person the most Mm. And then I can pick up that one, and I can, um, understanding what the underlying factors are of that, I can address those issues. And when it's bacterial, there's, you know, the, the Bartonella, and then yeah. there's chlamydia pneumonia. Yeah, and,
2: yeah, oh yeah.
3: And then in yeah. then the viral area, there's Epstein-Barr. Um, Epstein-Barr. Yeah, and then cytomeosis, and yeah. also the human herpes virus comes in. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah on a fungal level, the candida. Mm-hmm. And so um, e- energetically, I can go in and eliminate these things. One, and if I go to the weakest one first and get to the bottom of the reasons why that's happening, then I can move into a stronger place of, okay, well, what's the next weakness? So that um, you're actually identifying the leading weakness. And by doing that and shifting it, what happens is the person, or or you know, um, allowing this information to be used in a um, uh, a more helpful way, then you can get to the next weakness. Uh, when you correct the number one weakness that a person has in any given moment, it quite often automatically corrects a bunch of the other things. Now, the next thing that came up besides the complications of all these nine different. Um, other disease that comes in is the fact that the immune response, and that's what I want Will to explain here now. I'm just going to give you the floor, Will.
2: Ooh, yeah, Will. Yeah, let's do it.
4: Okay, let's dance, ladies.
2: Yeah. So, yeah.
4: this Borrelia was the one I really zoned in on first. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. oh my, oh my, inside the tick. In order to evade the tick's immune system, it presents certain proteins on its cell membrane so that the tick's immune system and other cells comes in, and it just looks like everything's normal. This is part of me. I'll give it my food. I'll take its waste away, and life goes on. And it comes inside us, and here's where my brain exploded. Oh, boy. (laughs) Not only does it change how it expresses its outer system, But our body has an immune response that directly attacks this. Mm. If we're in a healthy state, this thing isn't a problem at all. Mm -hmm. This this blew my mind open because here's this thing that's causing all these problems. And I realize that this is easy. This is every day all of us have the ability to get rid of these things very easily. And it comes into what's called the complement immune system, which has a massive cascade of different proteins and uh, peptides, amino acids, things like that coming together. It can identify the cell. When it's working properly, it comes in and it rips a hole in the cell wall. Like It builds a hole out of different proteins in the cell wall so that it can drain it. But then we have this problem that there was a whole bunch of ammonia in there. And uh, Uh. if anybody is isn't really familiar, inside the body in minute qualities, ammonia is a really, really nasty neurotoxin. Mm -hmm. So, So these little guys are producing a lot of problems for us, but then when I got into that, my brain exploded again because it's not just them producing a neurotoxin, but they're triggering our own cell death through another metabolic pathway that's producing an even nastier neurotoxin.
2: Yeah. And, you know, what's really when we think about this and uh, we think about, um, I mean, for many people, this is a new conversation. And even Lyme disease in itself is new. But this is really kind of the interesting part of this. You know, Lyme disease by itself and the way that you're explaining it really points to what the dynamic is of how a tick bite that isn't treated on its inception can turn into chronic debilitating and death, by the way. Uh, this little thing that we're talking about, spirochete or otherwise, that becomes so smart in our bodies, and it really does, you know, has the ability to pop off in the middle of our heart and end our lives. And what you're talking about here today is what's being discovered and has been discovered that if we look at the scenarios as to why some people that might be carrying the bacteria never really get to this part and maybe others who maybe go have an, uh, an operation or go have these other traumatic things, maybe a
3: divorce, you exactly, know, I've had. that's one right. thing I wanted to interject exactly. Here, yeah, go ahead. People are looking always for the physical aspect, right. But Um, I'm, I right. uh, you know, it, it uh, divorce is, is like uh, um, a huge thing, moving, yeah. and it doesn't moving. even have to be something that's um, what most people would label bad, it might be a move to somewhere where you want to go, but you're still stressed out.
2: Yeah. You know, somebody asked me, and I'd love both of you to comment on this. Someone uh, asked me last week when we were doing the show, you know, what my thinking was on the bill that was getting ready to go to the Senate floor and so forth and so on. And and my answer was, you know what, Uh, if we think we're going to pass legislation that's missing 98% of what must be addressed in the Lyme community, the layers and layers and layers of what we're talking about today, then we'll have legislation passed for a false cure. And so I took a lot of heat for that. But what I wanted to say about this is, you know, there's nothing that says that some part of a treatment is good, bad, or indifferent. But I think we're missing the whole picture, right? Right.
3: Yeah, and so Will, when he started talking about these proteins to me, I was like, it reminded me of when my little dog Ella was sick, Mm. and she had some rare disease that Tibetan terriers get, and Mm -hmm. it causes a lot of problems, like a lot of problems, like with, Mm. um, you know, uh, similar to these, like, um, you know, with uh, neurological problems, and um, so... At the time when I recognized, oh, that's what, I, it, it came to me, there, this dog has, it was actually coming up physical. So I looked it up, and sure enough, um, you know, I got, you know, look it up, and I looked it up, and there's this rare disease. And so um, I didn't understand necessarily all these proteins or anything, and but I I've, at that time back then, I phoned my daughter who was studying medical sciences, And I asked her to to please explain to me what each of these proteins that they were talking about were missing for this dog in this neurological process in the cells. Um, Explain them to me. And I just downloaded them in my computer, my Mm -hmm. hard drive, which is my um, brain and central nervous system. And then I just started um, energetically tuning into my dog. And every time, uh, you know, I thought about it, I would correct her. So she she lived an extra five years longer than most dogs would live that have this. And if I, you know, if I went out of town, people would notice because she'd get sick, you know, because I, you know, because I wasn't there constantly kind of shifting it. And this is what I'm, what's so exciting to me about what Will discovered. And, you know, um, because when Will um, said this, like, these things can be tracked and we can energetically we can yeah. tune in and um, you know will when you were talking about this different thoughts went through my mind about okay well if these um, protein if, if this this re- this reaction in the cells is um, not traceable to the medical community or whatever on an energetic level we could um, light them up yellow yeah <laughs> okay. You know
2: Yeah, I'd like to hear uh, you talk about this, Will, as well, because um, what you talked about and the way you explained it uh, is something that perhaps we need to, to really take to a bigger audience because so often we make it quite complicated. But let me see if I understand what you said. You know, I think that what I heard you say is there could be something done that strengthens Uh, us with energy, energy medicine, whatever we want to call it, that strengthened us, not just from a physical point of view, but even at the cell membrane point of view. Hmm. I mean, it sounds like you have looked at this so closely.
4: When I got into it, I I found that, There's natural ways to get rid of this. And so when Mm -hmm. I got into how those are operating and the metabolic Mm -hmm. processes that produce these things, I started to realize that when we talk about energy, Mm -hmm. it has to do with your state. Now, think of a moment when you were really stressed out. What was your state? You're you're full of all of the garbage in your body that's produced when you're stressed. Mm -hmm. And when you're in a happy state... You're full of a different group of chemicals, a lot of dopamine, a lot more serotonin. You could be really high in that moment because of what you're going through in that state. Now, when you think about how the, the effect of the accumulation of that state over time, and there are going to be, I know this already, enough metabolic pathways when you map it all and you put it all together, but geez, it's going to take some resources to do that, that you'll be able to see how feeling happy produces these chemicals, which allows you to have more of these other chemicals free, which are then going to be able to do the job to take care of all the other bugs. Mm -hmm. But right now, because we're so stressed out all the time, we're so busy fighting with our own garbage, quite literally. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I, let's talk about this if you don't mind, because unless you really had this disease and now it's become chronic uh, and it's hard to describe the garbage that gets piled on from your attempt to remain in hope, to remain positive, and to be told every time you turn from one direction to the other that, no, that's not it. No, you're not right. No, no, no. I think that, you know, if you would sit down and both of you have with people that have chronic Lyme disease, they probably have ha- have heard the words no more times than most. Yep. Mm-hmm. In some the, strange way.
3: The whole disease of fibromyalgia, um, mm-hmm. MS, uh, Parkinson's, and Lyme disease, very closely related on an energetic level, is the disease of saying no to yourself and yes to other people. Mm-hmm. At the expense of yourself. Mm-hmm. And the waste that we're talking about here is actually parasitic waste, Mm -hmm. um, cellular waste, um, half dead cells. The regeneration and degeneration are not even in this case. And that's what Will and I were like, when when he started telling me this, I was like, wow, um, this is the basic principles of rejuvenation of the body. A lot of people will think that, um, you know, well, hey, you want to have more re- regeneration than degeneration. No, it, you want it to be 50-50. Because when cells die, when um, parasites poop, <laughs> that has mm-hmm. to go somewhere in your body.
2: Oh, no kidding. And
3: so um, these parasites, uh, like a lot of what people um, uh, have uh, the the causes of arthritis are um, a bunch of minerals and calcifications in the joints that parasites love to feed off of. And then they add to the problem by um, pooping there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, when Will was saying that we're actually in our own waste, we are actually in our own waste, Mm. And, and we're creating more and more waste and the degeneration process is greater than the regeneration process. And unfortunately, one of the other things that came up when we were looking at this and will brought this up about this problem with, of the waste in the body, um, that, um, one of the, like, you know, the, the treatment for Lyme disease is, um, is antibiotics and heavy doses of antibiotics. Mm-hmm. And in actual fact, um, the antibiotics, um, we want to be strong that they have uh, on an energetic level that anything we put in our body is going to have a strong effect on us and, and not a uh, 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 weak effect. So energetically, we can shift um, a lot of these um, medicines to work for us to the best of their ability and to delete the um, what are called so-called side effects some of the side effects of these antibiotics that people are put on are causing the exact same symptoms or worse ones Uh (laughs) and so now we've got another factor we've got to make sure that if people are taking antibiotics for Lyme disease that they're strong to taking them
2: well and, and you know isn't this interesting because strong Right. Let's talk about strong for a minute, um, and I, I want you both to weigh in on this, if we could. Um, strong is not just how many how many reps am I going to make at that twenty five <laughs> pound weight. Okay. Strong can also mean do I even believe? I can lift the 25 pound weight. So you're not, you're talking about strong at many, many levels. You know, Colette, I got to say something. You said something to me, oh my God, was about three, maybe four, six months ago, maybe. And I forget your exact words, but I think you said something like, Pat, Find something you love to do. And th- these are my words, but I think you said this. Something. Like, find something you love to do and then do it. And you were talking about dancing, right, for you? Remember we were talking mm-hmm. about that on a Saturday, like a marathon yeah. call? Yeah. <laughs> and, and dancing. And I was like, well, wait a minute. I can't think of anything. And then it dawned on me. I love to play table tennis. So it was about two weeks later, and I shed the belief, or maybe you cleared me. I don't know what you did. And I had the notion that I could play table tennis.
4: (laughs) I love
3: it. I do too.
2: (laughs) And I ended up going down there to the senior center in Bothell, and I started to play. And I got to tell you, I didn't play very well. (laughs) Last Saturday, I played for four hours and hit a ball 80 miles an hour.
3: Wow. (laughs) Now.
2: Now, my calculation, they didn't even see the ball hit the table. So we had a big fight over whether the ball actually hit the table. I said the ball did hit the table. But that's not my point. You know, and I would like you guys to talk a little bit in the last minutes we have left and how we can begin to shift the idea of us not being able to heal ourselves because that's the killer.
3: And then you can talk
2: about it on your show.
3: Absolutely, I'm just gonna say this, and then I'm gonna turn it over to will because mm-hmm. um, he I'm sure I could feel he he's got a really good yeah. um mm. shift here for people. But mm-hmm. what I wanted to say is that he just happens to be like I have him on as a regular with my mm-hmm. other regulars on my radio show, and so this coming Wednesday, um, on the 12th, we decided we're, we're gonna continue this if people would like to phone in nice. to The Truth is Funny, because that's, that's the mandate for that show is, uh, we want people to be able to call in, um, if you have Lyme disease or any other problem, really, um, feel free to call in. And Will and I are going to address this, um, you know, on a, on, on another level again here. Um, so I just wanted to put that invitation out. It's 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific time. And nice. Will, um, you know, what are your thoughts on this, your final thoughts on this for people for today?
4: I didn't all, only learn bad news. Um, I got into, like I said, the start of the protein synthesis. Mm-hmm. Because once you break it down, we are a bag of fats and proteins for the most mm-hmm. part with some salts and a whole bunch of water. And there's these little building blocks called amino acids. And when you eat the proteins, whether it's a meat or something else, and your body's breaking it apart, different proteins have different purposes. They create muscles and tendons and uh, cells themselves. They do a lot of stuff, and they are very unique variants. There's more proteins Mm -hmm. than I can imagine right now. Mm -hmm. And it comes down to there's some, some amino acids that we can make, there's some that we can't. We call these uh-huh. essential amino acids. And when I got into that, I found that L-arginine is, uh, there's a bunch of research showing that's really important in regards to immunity. And I started digging into that, and I started looking at what is L-arginine doing, and oh my, it does a whole bunch of stuff. I've only begun to get into it. Yeah. But one of the neatest things so far is that it, uh, it produces something in your blood vessels that, uh, nitrous oxides, and it will dilate vessels, increase blood flow, which helps to get rid of garbage. And at the same time, it breaks down arterial plaques. And it got me wondering if this would have anything to do, perhaps, with the health of our body, being able to break down the biofilms that these mm. guys are hiding in.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's really uh,
2: I think they're going to have to do part two of this
4: show. Oh.
3: that's what
2: I (laughs) Uh, I I, I heard Colette I heard you laugh because I think that this is going to be part two what are the possibilities what are the possibilities of discovering the energy of healing for Lyme disease thank you both uh, for tuning us in turning us on please give out the website again and I look forward to part two of this
3: Sure, www.thetruthisfunny.com, 8 o'clock a.m., Wednesday, Pacific Time. We'll be continuing this conversation on October 12th. Oh,
2: I love it. Will, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Having me. Awesome. Colette, thank you as well. And I want to thank everybody right out there. We all want to say, we all want to thank everybody. <laughs> yes,
4: thank
3: you.
2: <laughs> Thanks for tuning us caring. in. I uh, know it. Uh, And you know what?
1: We are going to do part two. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time.
3: Okay. Bye for now.
1: Thanks for listening to Lyme Talk Radio with Dr. Pat Basile, epic healing for an epic life. This inspiring show highlights leading edge solutions, groundbreaking research, headline topics, and tools for holistic healing and wellness. This hit show is dedicated to raising awareness, promoting advocacy and prevention, and supporting initiatives for optimal health. Dr. Pat is passionate and focused on life saving results reaching far beyond Lyme disease, providing a forum for powerful stories, heart opening experiences, and hope activated solutions. Dr. Pat will will shine a light on the many shades of Lyme disease fueled by a body-mind spirit remedy. For more information, visit LymeTalkRadio.com and tune in next time.